I suggest you say goodbye to your friends. I'm going to need you for a little while. And where we're going, most of them wouldn't survive anyway. <laughs> Hell, we might not either. And welcome to the Malbolge. This is Regarding Spawn, the world's best Spawn podcast. I'm your co-host, John Fisher. And I'm your co-host, David Williams. And Johnny. Johnny. It's, uh, it's starting to look a little bit like autumn. It is. It feels like it, too. It, yeah, no. Yesterday, the high was nice degrees. It was nice it degrees was. outside. Very exciting. It's nice. I had the windows open. It was great. Yeah. It was, oh boy. Like, uh, it's one of the, <laughs> when you, when you open the door to take all the dogs outside, usually it's, it's, you're stepping into, uh, much less ideal conditions than inside the house. But yesterday it was like, why do I have to go back in? It feels so nice going outside. <laughs> why oh, yeah. does inside feel gross today? Uh, but no, yeah, it's wonderful and uh the pumpkin spice lattes are flowing uh they're back oh i gotta get one i know i'm basic i'm a basic bitch man well i mean like that first really cool like really cool day where it's like overcast all day and maybe it threatens to rain a little bit i'm like i have to get a pumpkin spice pot latte and just spend all day at panera bread <laughs> it's, have to it's you have to it's it's a requirement Maybe listen to some 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 '90s alternative rock and stare out the window dreamily. Maybe bring a dream away. Bring a notebook and a and a, a pen and like not really write anything, just like performatively write. Oh, it's wonderful. Just have it there, make some lists. So good, so good. It's the best time of the year, Johnny. Yes, it is. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Regarding Spawn. Hiya. We're each week. We do two issues. We cover two issues from Spawn's universe, except when we don't. Yeah, that's true. But this week we are doing two issues, and we've got a regular classic issue of Mainline Spawn all the way back from February 2021. So a nice year into the pandemic there. Oh, yeah. And then uh, our more modern is King Spawn 24. Just uh, from a few months ago, July 2023, as of this record, of course, you may be listening to this uh, at any time. This yeah. could be 10 years in the future. It could be next fall. It could be, you could be listening to this in the winter. It could be, it could be the only recovered piece of information after the, uh, the apocalyptic war that kills 90% of the world's population. Can you imagine, oh, no. Johnny? It's just this, po- this episode? <laughs> just, this is a big responsibility. Just this one episode, yeah. Oh man, Johnny, what kind of, uh, we're going to have to go over this surgically. It'll be like, it'll be even more important than what was put on the Voyager golden disc. I know. Um, I don't know. Like, uh, hello, be nice to everybody. <laughs> don't, Is that good? Don't, don't drink that water straight from the puddle you found it in. <laughs> Watch out where the huskies go and don't you eat that yellow snow. 
That's all. That's the only piece of advice I can think of. Those are three. That's pretty much all you need. The, that mushroom. Don't maybe just don't eat that mushroom. Don't don't eat them. Or don't, maybe just do. Don't do it unless you know what you're doing. Uh, yeah. Uh, they they just like the aliens or people that find this later. Just like wow, man, Spawn must have been the shit. They had a show about it. <laughs> Dude, J- Johnny, that means that there's the potential for this to be uh the new the new holy text, and Albert Simmons is our savior, our Lord and Savior, Albert Simmons. <laughs> well, they and, and, and Al- like and, like retroactively. Re- like they find all the old covers they have all the stained glass they start making like churches again with stained glass but it's all spawn oh oh man and then like uh like if uh if the green lantern core were real they they would go to a distant a distant galaxy a distant sector i guess in their parlance and it's just everybody worships the spawn and it's like what the hell what what's going on here that would be great that would be great we're taking we're taking the todd father intergalactic intergalactic johnny it's up to us he's the he's the energy and the showman and the trying to do all of it the but we got to get him we got to get him that reach that he can't get on his own to the stars to the stars at s to the stars and to the future um but in our future i see some issues with spawn coming into view I'm not gonna lie, Johnny. That's that's all I see when I see the future. It's just like a reading montage from an '80s movie where just the stack of comics just like gets bigger, and it's like stop motion animation where they just it's like just successive pictures of an additional comic put on the stack, and then the stacks multiply. My my goal <laughs> is to end up having my rooms that I'm allowed to have in the house. Uh, be like the warehouse at the end of uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> Only instead of just crates of holy and fantastical objects, uh, it's crates of spawn. It's all spawn. It's all spawn. And and then it, like someone would see it all locked up in boxes and just like Indiana Jones would be like, they don't even know what they have. <laughs> it, it would be like, hey, yeah, actually, you're right. I don't know what I have. What do All I, I know is you that like... it's Spawn and that it's good. And uh, Johnny, I think I would name that the Fun Warehouse because I don't know if you know this or not, but Spawn is fun. Spawn is fun. Spawn we got two. Fun. Both these issues are pretty fun. Oh yeah, they are. Like fight centric <laughs> issues, but like big showdowns. Yeah. That are a hoot. We have to start as always. With the covers, and we're doing 315 first, but I was just, I just, I just flabbergasted, Dave, because I was pulling up cover price. Uh-huh. And I blew, it has a blue key next to it. This is a key, 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 key issue, key issue, key issue. It's a, a, a key issue. A key issue. A cashew. <laughs> it is the first cameo appearance of... Plague Spawn. Ooh, hell yeah. So, boom. Now hell we yeah. know this is where he comes from. So, we know this is the beginning of Plague Spawn. It's, uh, Johnny, the pandemic started here in the issues yeah, of Spawn. Yeah, they have the plague. I wonder was, what inspired that. It was, so, it was so powerful that Plague Spawn slipped back in time. <laughs> and then caused it all. Sure did. Sure did. It's, uh, it's some, that's some Coleostra shit right there. 
So I've got a floppy issue. How are you reading this, David? Um, I am reading it in the, the trade paperback Spawn Omega. And Johnny, this is the last issue of this trade paperback. Um, which means... And they still haven't put out the next set of trade paperbacks. And I um, am not as good of a Spawn Boy as you are and have not bought all the back issues. So uh 316 to like 322 looking real iffy for co-host david over here Uh oh Um, i'm gonna have to um create digitally yeah um i think you you even suggested hoopling um i think that's what i'm gonna have to try i haven't haven't looked to see if it's available via hoopla but i might have to i might have to buy a whole bunch of digital issues oh darn Hmm. more spawn how dare i oh no (laughs) <laughs> yeah because i can't remember when i started buying them but it was like around 320 somewhere i think 322 was the first one i bought either that or like okay. 326 and then they had back to 322 on the stand still that i could buy yes i i did buy some that were like earlier after i bought the first new one yeah. i mean at these prices at this 299 you can't afford not to yeah that's literally it's like that's 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 pocket change you have that and like you get that in change in the three cash transactions you have in a week now. Yeah, he's gonna keep 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 your pocket change. Yeah, like I go I go uh I go to the shop on the corner twice to buy uh fries for Wanda. That's spawn money that I got left over. Because yeah, if you go to the fry place on the corner and pay in cash, you don't have to hit the minimum. Because most of the time to hit the minimum, instead of giving you the larger serving of fries, they just give you the small serving of fries and charge you the larger portion price. And boo to that. It's real sad. It's real. It's a real sad state of affairs, Johnny. Well, what else is money? Is what? this cover? Well, Johnny, my notes are telling me there's more than one cover. You're gonna have to be a little more specific than that. Okay, the one I'm looking at, <laughs> the one I have. Well, which one is that, is Johnny? The, the Bjorn Baron She Spawn cover. The She Who Is Spawn. The she who is Spawn, and she's just like in like a future war. There's like dead people, and she's shot. She's she's shooting. She's shooting the body on the ground in the head to make sure it's dead. It's great. Without looking at it, love that. Yeah, it's so all oh, Jessica Priest is so cool, Johnny. It's a great yeah. cover. It's a great cover. It's awesome. Um, love those Bjorn Barons. But yes, there are multiple covers, and a, there's two other like images, but then they have some variants. Uh-huh. Uh, we've got our buddy Steven Segovia did one. Ooh, nice! And it's a uh, clown in the background, and we got Spawn there, some bats. Nice and clean, classic Steven Segovia work there. That's real nice. I like the the motion that that chain's got on it is real nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. And this... then the other cover is a Greg Papulo and Todd McFarlane. This is the B cover. All right. And it has Spawn gargoyling. Nice. And the other two covers are just a variance on that. There's a black and white version, and then there is a pencils-only version. Nice. I'm looking at the pencils-only right now, and it's little, little I enjoy more in Spawn than seeing a Greg Capullo pencils page. It's... 
Like the final product cool. is still amazing, but looking back at these pencils, they just he does he does good work, Greg Capullo. It's meatball head spawn too, so that's that makes it extra good. It's always nice to get that with Greg Capullo. He loves meatball head, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, he does. Like ninety percent um, of his spawn is meatball head. I feel like, yeah, he definitely uses a lot more than other people. The website that I'm looking at these at cover price. Okay. List prices, and they're all about cover price. They're all about three to five bucks, so you can get this issue pretty easily. It appears the only one that'll set you back a little bit is that pencils only one goes for about seventy five. So oh, oh geez, it was a. Does it say if it was a like a ratio variant or like a limited? It doesn't number? have a ratio thing on there, so usually it says it. So I don't know. Oh no, one to one to fifty. Oh okay, yeah, nice, nice. That's not bad at all. Yeah. One to fifty. So how? What does that? What does that mean? They have to order fifty and they get one. Uh, yeah, I think that's. I think that's how it breaks down. So like one. Like if a shop orders fifty, they get one of those. Either either that or like one out of every fifty covers. Is likely to be that variant. Okay. I don't know, Johnny. I don't know. I don't know if we've covered this in a while. But the whole business of comic books makes zero sense to me. <laughs> like it's so yeah, I don't understand it. It's so fragilely put together. I don't understand how it's weathered the what like hundred hundred years of its existence. It's wild. Yeah, I don't know either. I really don't. Because you're you're talking like like the the margins on it got to be like razor thin. Yeah, razor thin, and like the the understanding of like ordering of so like the solicitations and then the ordering and the cutoff dates for those so far in advance uh and like the not only the printers but the actual distribution services and then and then like DC now uses their own distribution service which is why they release things on Tuesday instead of Wednesday and it it makes it makes my head spin just thinking about it Johnny yeah, you gotta have a you gotta have like a a PhD in logistics to even sell one comic book. <laughs> I'll have to ask about the variance thing. I'll ask a challenger. I'm just curious. Yeah, I don't think we I don't think we ever uh, we've discussed it before, but I don't think we've ever like needled down on it. Yeah, knuckled down, needled down, knuckled down, boogied down, buckled down. We've never, Chuckle down. We've never done the get down. But we should probably get down to uh, some spawn, Johnny. Some brass tacks. So you open up this issue, and we got the credits here. At least I do. Uh, I do not, so you're going to have to enlighten me. Let me enlighten you. Uh, we have the script and plot by Todd McFarlane. Okay. Art by Carlo Barberi. Excellent. Lettering by Tom Wojciechowski, of course. It goddamn better be. It better be if it's Spawn, if it's main Spawn. If it's not, if it's not Tom Father, it's it's garbage. That's not true, but that's not true. That's not true. But we stand the Tom Father. Tom Father. Uh, colors doing these awesome colors that have been doing recently as J. David Ramos, of course. Oh hell yeah! Got the cover artist. We already covered them. Tom McFarlane's creative director and editor is Thomas Healy. Hell yeah. It still doesn't say editor-in-chief yet. It just says editor, so. 
We still can't have that big party yet. It's, we know it's coming. It'll be a, it'll be a nice surprise. So previously in Spawn, previously Cult of Omega, Overkill has been decimated. Left for dead in Spawn has been captured by Omega, who then reveals that he is not the only familiar face on this island prison. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, nice. So yeah, last time Omega punched a hole into. Overkill, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And it's actually discussed in narration <laughs> in a couple of yes. cases. <laughs> Punched a hole in him and then spawned it up on the island, got a bag over his head, got a weird mask on him. He's like he's he's he was like an extra from that uh that that Kendrick Lamar video. They just had they just had him sitting on top of the the shipping container. Not familiar with that video. Oh, well then it's uh I don't even remember which song it is, but it's off of damn. Uh so it might be it might be humble. I think it might be humble. Uh but there's just a whole bunch of guys doing little dances, but they're all wearing hoods. It's pretty good. Kendrick Lamar, a good rapper man. Very good rapper man. Good rapper man. That is the widest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> well Johnny Surprise of surprises. Uh, I'm probably the whitest guy you've ever met. <laughs> the whitest dudes you know? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I, uh, like, so white that I get surprised when I'm out-whited. Like, how did, how did you, how did you pull that off? Were you practicing? Rapperman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Rapperman. Um, A fine rapperman to you. <laughs> I love it. Oh, so so Johnny, Johnny, I got to follow up on some controversy. Um, uh oh, controversy. So what did you, what did you say? You said it was Cult of Omega finale, is what it says in there. Does it say that? It doesn't say finale. No. Okay, so so in my trade paperback at the issue break, it says Cult of Omega finale. Right. So that's what I'm working with for the issue that I'm reading. However, yes. On ImageComics.com, it says Chain Gang Part Two. A new team. What is this Chain Gang Part 2? It's driving me crazy. But will they last? She Spawn, Gunslinger Spawn, Medieval Spawn, The Reaper. <laughs> but however, however, so I scroll down, I scroll down on this page, I'm looking at stuff. It says, um, related news, uh, and it's, the press release is, Spawn 315 will feature Baron, Segovia, and three highly collectible McFarlane art process variants, plus first appearance of the plague. As you do. Just That's correct. Know, just some good stuff. Um, however, it says Spawn 315 begins part three of the Omega Society storyline. Spawn, Medieval Spawn, Plague, and Monolith take on the gigantic forces of Omega Spawn. Which this is the not description quite true. the description is correct, but this is the fourth issue in the Cult of Omega line, not the Omega Society. And it's what not the hell? Three. What the I think I think maybe Johnny Johnny I'm thinking maybe uh, a certain a certain editor maybe figured this out. He was standing in front of his his uh, his bulletin board and he had a whole bunch of crazy red lines being like ah and he was he was that that uh, that Charlie Day uh, meme from mm -hmm. the internet and just ah and so he figured out the conspiracy of the the storylines don't match up. 
And then uh, discovering that is what promoted him to editor-in-chief. It could happen. I got a feeling. I got a feeling. We need to we need to get get Thomas Healy himself on the podcast and and ask him about that. So <laughs> So how did you iron out all these storylines? Or or is this the actual the only actual evidence we have currently in spawn of the Mandela effect where Right. Uh, there are two different versions of three fifteen and so, three fourteen. So there's a there's a timeline in which we both survive to make this podcast. And then alternate universes where one of us doesn't survive COVID, but yet we still, using other people, make the podcast and cover it. So that way, oh, geez, Johnny, that means that for those people in the future, when they find this issue or this episode and uh, use it as the basis of their new intergalactic religion, um, you know, the father, son and the holy spawn. Um. Uh, which one will they get? Will they get this universe's? Or the Chang Gang universe? Will they get the Chang Gang universe? Will they get the Omega the Society Chang universe? Gang. Ah! There's too many versions. Chain Gang totally sounds like a group of friends that uh that Mike Mitchell hung out with in high school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Chain Gang's kind of goofy. I prefer the scorched. Could you imagine if? I bet I bet the chain gang was was an initial pitch for the name of the scorched. Could you imagine? Of course. If, if uh, oh shit, Johnny, I just realized something. What in the scorched? Javi's the one who gives them their name. He gives them their name by writing the word into the ground. Uh huh. That motherfucker can't read. He sure as hell can't write. What the fuck? I can't believe we didn't catch that before. Well, I mean, we didn't know he couldn't read until Gunslinger, and I do believe the Scorched started before the Gunslinger, and so it was just... God damn it, Johnny. Steven, Sean Lewis, explain yourself. <laughs> yes. Please, come on the show and explain yourself. How can can Javi read or can he not read? Can he write or can he not write? Give me a fucking break here, man. All that to say is, uh, I was I was on the the path of imagine if the chain gang is what <laughs> Javi wrote in the ground <laughs> in flaming letters. Gang. He's like, that'll put that'll put some fear in him. <laughs> it's just a chain gang. <laughs> and everyone's like, uh, is this like a first draft or? <laughs> <laughs> there's like some angels be like D -d what i mean i i guess they've got chains but what is that uh is that what they're going with really <laughs> like reaper three different versions of this comic exist somewhere <laughs> reaper reaper pulls javi aside and he's like are you sure that's you sure you sure that's that's a lot of syllables there's a definite article do you do you want to just like there's there's too many parts for that it's not snappy enough did you workshop this? I don't think you did. <laughs> Drop the the, it's cleaner. And chain chain chain, chain gang without the the is But, but no, it it that is better. That is a good punch up. But still. Chain gang. Chain chain gang also uh if you say it fast enough kind of loses all meaning where Yeah, it does. You say it a lot. Chain gang, chain. Gang. It just becomes like noises. It's it's hard to <laughs> it's hard to pronounce scorched so fast that you you lose its meaning. 
because uh, you got all those hard consonants up front, so you got to hit them. Well, the Scorched Chain Gang is now Omega society in the Cult of Omega finale, Johnny. Um, so we should see. Well, we should see we should what, see this what actually happens about. in here if the Chain Gang does show up or not. Yeah. Um, Spoiler alert: They don't. <laughs> I don't know, Johnny. Uh, with the potential, the potential existence of all of these varying comic books, one of us might have a different uh, story than the other. So, uh, listeners, maybe you should uh, see, listen along, see if we find any differences. So we open up seconds after we left off last issue, where Medieval was flying through the air about to stab Omega. Ah, he had already stabbed Omega once. Oh, right, he stabbed him in the leg, and he's coming him in at the him leg, again. And so he's coming at him with a with his second sword. So Johnny, I didn't realize that Omega had two swords, or not not Omega that that Medieval had two swords. So yeah, one was probably like a smaller sword, and he's got a bigger sword. It's, I can see that. The, the the other ones, the sword he just keeps in his boot. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like a boot sword. It's like a TARDIS in there. It's just like he can put this sword that's bigger than his boot into his boot. Medieval takes off his boot, and it looks like the inside of Javi's hat. It's just got knives all around. <laughs> Only swords. It's just got swords. Swords <laughs> lining the inside of his boot. <laughs> oh, that boy. makes sense. Oh, man. He was, he, was a, he was a whipping boy for the church during medieval times, Johnny. He definitely, he definitely has intentionally uncomfortable pieces of armor. Oh, yeah. Because he like has to... weird That weird guy on... The weird pale monk on Da Vinci Code. Yeah, or the uh, the monks who beat themselves with the boards in Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Or Mel Gibson. <laughs> there are rumors he's part of like a crazy sect of Catholics that do shit like that. You can't, you can't, <laughs> you can't make such good jokes while I'm trying to drink a glass of water, Johnny. Oh, sorry. I know there are rumors that he's part of some crazy Catholic cult. Oh, speaking of Mel Gibson, you watched um, Dragged Across Concrete. Yes, I did. And it was um, uncomfortable. It was... It's a bleak movie. It was like... Much like Midsummer was for crazy, ridiculous cults that you're probably never going to actually see. It was... It hit much closer to home. So it was like a, like an urban an urban version of, of Midsummer, and man, I can see that. It was They're good. Both I enjoyed like it. Descents into Hell. Yeah, I I enjoyed the hell out of it. Um, and I was it's reading. Good. Up, it's got some just like yeah, it's just interesting. Movie. I, was, I was reading up on some stuff of it afterwards, and apparently some some uh, white ring white uh, right wing pundits. Um, championed it as a uh, a movie that uh, holds right conservative ideals up as 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 the, but they obviously weren't paying attention because the two super racist right or conservative cop guys are idiots. And they die. They're absolutely They're absolutely every single step of the way. They're so confident about stuff, and then like it, they prove themselves to have been dumb. Like, because Mel Gibson's character spends the whole time talking about how confident he is uh, and stuff. And he's he's always wrong. Every time he gives a percentage, he's he's just always wrong. Like, the only thing he's reasonably accurate on is that there's a 75% chance that the lady at the beginning has a gun. 
And then from there, all of his predictions about his surety of what's going to happen just is bad. That's hilarious. I never thought it's, about that. It's hilarious. They're just in like, <laughs> like, uh, and Vince Vaughn is like so convinced that, that his girlfriend loves him so much. And then, and then it's just like, oh, that's not the answer I expected. <laughs> The, yeah. um I, I like gray gloves and black gloves they're scary oh that's that was that was the truly terrifying part for me because they're fucking chaos agents and yeah they're just like, like you demons can't, you can't you can't <laughs> trust it you can't trust a goddamn thing they say like their promises mean nothing because they don't care yeah and that bank scene is cool amazing and, like just like scary and I can't believe it's taken us this long into our second instance of talking about this goddamn movie, John. Oh, I know. Here we go. It stars, or co-stars, our boy, Michael J. White, Albert Simmons. Swan himself. Albert Simmons. That means, Johnny, that we might be able to get um, a sequel, a Spawn sequel, uh, written and directed by S. Craig Zaylor. How awesome. Yeah, would, maybe they were like hanging out and talking to each other. How fucking awesome would that be? Holy shit. It would be the most brutal spawn ever conceived. Hellspawn would be like a children's book compared to an S. Craig Zaylor spawn movie. They could call it Hellspawn. He could call it, yeah. It'd be like the Dark Knight. It's like after there's a spawn movie and like it, they would make like five of them and they gotta reboot it as they gotta re-reboot it as darker and gritty. So so you're saying we gotta we have to wait for the controversy around spawn nipples first? Though Yes, we have to get to the point where spawn has nipples. Let me well, let, we we are at that point. Let me state because... right now I am pro a movie with spawn nipples. <laughs> If we if we were able to get Joel Schumacher to do oh yeah wild nonsense in the Spawn universe, I'd be here for it. We could get Arnold Schwarzenegger as as clown, just making circus puns instead of being clowny. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of one. I can't. I'm trying to to think of one based around Big Top. Like I'll show you my Big Top, and he just shoots somebody. <laughs> um, I'll show you my big top. <laughs> oh, this uh, 315 would definitely more flavored towards Joel Schumacher than S. Craig Zoller. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's uh, It's got the same... It, there's literally uh, Joel Schumacher venom in this because it's we got green gooey necroplasm shooting everywhere. Oh my god, yeah. Did we Yeah, did, this this whole time. Did we did we even actually start with what's happening? I don't think we did. No, we didn't. No, okay. We just said he was about to we we said he's here. Yeah. The evil spawn is here stabbing Omega in the eye. Like right in the eye. Uh I think Johnny, I think we can actually uh declare that as a round eye of surprise on Omega spawn. So he looks surprised, that's for sure. So it's it's hard to tell cuz half of his eye is obscured by sword, but I think it counts. I think it counts. Uh, but so yes, he jumps in the air and stabs him, and you cut to the second page, and he's just like kind of falling off from jumping, and the sword is stuck in Omega's eye. Yeah, and it's like a uh, Omega's slowly falling backward. Omega was arrogant. He thought that that uh having captured Al Simmons that nobody would have the the huevos to 
to take him on, but uh, eat that wrong, Johnny. Medieval Spawn's got those huevos. Yes, he does. He's he got Spawn in the background there, still captured. Yeah, with his little hood on. He's he's got mm-hmm. he's got a big left foot right now, Johnny, because it's still stuck in one of those containment pods. When as when Omega f- finally hits the ground, he just shakes it, so it's it's like an explosion has gone off, Johnny. Simultaneously. Yeah. Whatever you are, you're dead. And Omega spawns like, I've already died before. It's fine. <laughs> we also got, uh, we learned that Medieval has uh, sword recall, so it's just. Yes, he sucks the sword back. Yeah. So he says, like, do it, slay me where I stand. Spawn to your feet. <laughs> and Al says, I thought I killed you. And Medieval says, so did I. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> It's like he's like put a pin in that. We'll put that in the next episode. Uh, we'll do we'll do a whole thing with it. So then Omega just like furiously, furiously fires huge slabs of debris at them. Um, but he like fires slabs of debris that he forms spikes on at the same yeah. time. So it's like it's, it's like he rough. he makes a a whole bunch of. It's like he's trying to make a spawn golem, um, that's kaiju sized. And he yes. was making he was making the wrist wraps with the spikes on them from rock, uh, and he just gets so fed up that he starts throwing those because he's like this stupid fucking thing keeps falling apart. Stab me in the eye. <laughs> he's he's rage quitting right now is what he's doing, um, and so medieval anchors his sword into the ground so that way. So that way, Al Simmons can hold on to it without flying away during the uh, <laughs> the the vacuum wind that Omega creates. Yeah, he like, creates this great. I love this sequence. He creates this great like vortex here that they're stuck in. It's it's like Twister. And they and, do a full Twister. Yeah. yeah, and Al Simmons is uh, Al Simmons has uh, belted himself to that pipe in the fucking barn. Yeah, Al Simmons is basically Bill Paxton here, and Medieval's uh, Helen Hunt. Nice, yeah. And sadly, there are no cows. That would be hilarious if a cow came. <laughs> An Omega Island cow. Yeah, uh, I guess the cows of Omega Twister. Oh yeah, I I saw that. Currently, that's uh, are they trying to presume it's the same? The same? It's the exact same Twister. It's the same twister. He's coming back. Ridiculous. That'd be funny. No, it's gonna be um, uh, too realistic because of climate change. And... Yeah, unfortunately. Oh, I guess it'll be in an urban setting now because it used to be. Yeah, that's what they could do. Yeah, because the... it's like twisters coming to Chicago and stuff. Yeah, because the the lore used to be large cities were safe from tornadoes because the the large buildings disrupted the air patterns enough that the funnels couldn't form. But. Uh, that's false. <laughs> so, the fact that Oklahoma weather followed me from Oklahoma to Chicago pisses me off more than anything. <laughs> You're like, why? <laughs> hey, we we all helped us and all of our friends. Yeah, like as soon as as soon as tornado shit actually starts happening, I always text my friends and I'm like, guys, Oklahoma got drunk and let its water <laughs> let its weather wander again. You gotta come. You gotta come get it and bring it back. <laughs> come wrangle it back in. 
We can so make they're trying to wrangle themselves like while they're stuck in this whirlwind. Yeah, yeah. A medieval's moving away from the from the safety of the sword, and he's trying to dig into the ground, but he's slowly, slowly f- flying away in the the whirl the whirlwind. And then he loses his grip on the ground. He's literally gonna eat them. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Let me feast on the two of you. And then as uh, Medieval loses his grip and flies past Spawn, Spawn does the good action action movie. Grabs him by the hand. To the last possible second. Yeah. And then Medieval says, Release me! It's your only chance. Man, they really missed, they really missed a golden opportunity to have Medieval say, Feast! I'll give you a feast! Uh, as he flies right toward Omega. And he, uh, he cannonballs up, so he's... So he basically, he's like, does, like, a flip. Basically a ball, and then, like, uses his cape to cover Omega's face. Yes, that's hilarious. And the, the, it goes, if you're in Battle of War, if you're losing to an enemy that's only half blind, there's only one more move left. Blind him completely! Yeah! So it's he puts, the, puts his cape over his eyes by, like, hooking it on his teeth. It's It's like a... It's kind of like a backwards version of the classic uh, 80s super wedgie where it comes all the way up and over the face. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, and so... So, uh... So, so Omega is now just thrashing around like Godzilla that's gotten some goop spat into its face by another kaiju. You can't see, yeah. And then... And then Spawn lets go... To catch the tail end of the the whirlwind and fucking Wolverine out to chunk. oh yeah or he kind of looks like Plague Spawn a little bit too yeah he just chunks some uh, real nasty spikes right into Omega's chest Omega Omega falls down and then gets back up and rips the the cape off of his face he says you failed just like Cogliostro <laughs> and uh, I like I like how calm medieval looks as. Omega is smashing him towards the ground by his cape. He's just like, oh, I guess, I guess this is my life now. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, he just like submits. He's like, okay. <laughs> he smashes him right into Al. Um, and uh, Medieval's like, we got to tactically retreat. Al says, nope, can't do that. And then from behind Omega, we see, we see Al's backup plan. And it's... It's monolith. It's somebody who we thought was uh not Spawn's friend, Johnny. Right, but we learned that that hour that they walked along the ocean floor, they became chums. Yeah, and though it cost him the life of Overkill, Spawn began to bond with Monolith the moment they went into the ocean. <laughs> so what do you think they talked about? I don't know. Think... Under the ocean, they're just like, oh man. I mean, I mean, obviously, obviously, the first, the first question has to be so. I sold my soul to see Wanda again. What did you do? <laughs> yeah, what are you in for? It's like, well, I'm actually an alien from another planet that we find out later in Scorch. So yeah. I, he has like a wife named like uh, Uba Duba. Well, it <laughs> would be think of an alien name. It would be. It would be like since his name's Monolith, it would be something maybe kind of like that. Maybe, uh, maybe scenic. Maybe scenic background is her name. <laughs> Or, uh, 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 like, like Mauve Sunset. Maybe that's, maybe that's his wife's name. Mauve Sunset. Oh, wow. 
Or maybe it's just Anne. <laughs> Marla's wife seems like, yeah, Karen. Okay. <laughs> um, and that's how Mon- that's that's how Monolith died. His his wife was complaining about the service at a restaurant and the, the server just snapped and went after her and Monolith put himself between them. <laughs> got stabbed right in the heart with a with a ballpoint pen <laughs> but then we also learned that uh that the two of them hatched a plan while they were you know breathing underwater for that hour um yeah and that one and last remember whisper, spawn whispered to him one final instruction is all they needed to set their plan in motion so that was a uh, that was my father fucking loves that trope yeah yeah it's, of like it's people having a plan that someone else doesn't know about, and he like gives a whisper, and then they like help. Yeah, but it's also like loves the, that shit. It's also the that classic. Now, okay, you gotta make it. You gotta make it look good. You gotta make it convincing. <laughs> yeah, monolith so grabs his chain. Per- yeah, those are some decent chains. Oh, I said monolith played his part to perfection. It says so right Indeed. there. It's right in the book. Right in the book of Spawn. And lo, the monolith played his part to perfection. <laughs> We're gonna make the King James version of this this uh, three fifteen, Johnny. It's well, an important it foundational text. To space. Yeah, it's gonna be the only podcast that exists. So <laughs> we gotta make sure it uh, matters. We're gonna have to start updating ourselves to the galaxy's best, the galaxy's best spawn podcast. I mean, that's probably true too. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It depends on how. How uh how enamored are alien visitors who have already come by? Because we it, know they've come by. We know it's it's impossible to presume that we are the only beings in the universe capable of you know being and thinking. And it's also just ludicrously naive to believe that we have never been visited by other individuals. We I think so. Literally, or just all that whistleblowing that's going on this summer. Yeah, we're literally just a garbage pile. So that's the reason that we don't like regularly see visitors because they're just like, oh no, oh no, don't go there. No, <laughs> St- stay away from that place. It's like when my my Uber driver, uh, the the app sends him down Madison Avenue or Mad- yeah Madison Avenue instead of any of the other east west streets, and I'm like, nah, dude, dude. dude you don't want to go on Madison. <laughs> Trust me on this. <laughs> I mean, unless you just want to like pull over to the sidewalk and buy weed. People are just openly selling weed on Madison Avenue, Johnny. Wow. Openly. Like with signs and stuff? Yeah, they got like their little baggies that they're holding in the air. And like every 10 feet, there's another group of people. So then it's like you show up and who do you buy it from? <laughs> Which one do you choose, Johnny? Wow. I don't know. You got to shop around. Sh- check the prices out. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's like what it's like in Tulsa where they have all those weed stores. Like every two feet. Oh, Jesus it's like Christ. Free in Mus- joint. In Muskogee, uh, much like we have Starbucks here, they have dispensaries in Muskogee. Right. Like as soon as a restaurant or a shop closes, you you know a dispensary is opening within three weeks in there. It's like that that episode of The Simpsons where... Bart goes to the mall to get his ear pierced and they're like, you better hurry up. This is going to be a Starbucks in two hours. <laughs> and then he walks out of the, the piercing salon with his earring and a Starbucks. <laughs> and the whole mall is Starbucks. 
Monolith yanks yanks this chain on Omega, who's just like getting bigger and bigger. And he's looks like it hurts him a little bit or pulls him back. I mean, that's the that's the the chain gangest part of this episode, Johnny. That is the chain gangiest part. Man, the chain, chain, chain. He starts swinging around. <laughs> he's doing he's doing what Omega did to Medieval. To Omega. Mm-hmm. But like any slave, you do what you need to survive. You bide time until a clear path presents itself. And then you claim what is rightfully yours. You claim your freedom, Johnny. And rejoice, yeah. you're not alone in your quest. <laughs> so <laughs> so grand. It's so grand. It's this might be the soap operaiest soap opera iest issue we've covered in a while, Johnny. It's great. Oh, it is. A lot of good chewy narration text. But so we are now about halfway through the issue, Johnny. Um and as anybody who's ever watched an episode of Power Rangers knows that once it looks like the Power Rangers are gonna defeat the bad guy before the twenty minute mark. They gotta get bigger. Rita Repulsa sends out her little beedly, 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 beep and makes Omega start to grow. Yep. He's growing. We need him crippled. You've got 15 seconds to figure out how to do that. And I love this whole narration with all the time and stuff. Yeah. He spot, Medieval Spawn has fought for 100 years, fought 1,000 enemies, and he has only 15 seconds, but he only needs nine. <laughs> I have a feeling he that he leaps uh, up with the sword and he just chops, fucking chops that hand right yeah, off. Right off, just lops it. It's like uh, the wrist is like his his wrist is like as big as medieval. So you gotta imagine how big Omega yeah, is now. It's a big ass hand. It's a big ass hand. Yeah, the monolith monolith. Is, I imagine that monolith probably takes the hand, taxidermies it, and then uses it as a as a bed so that way he can feel like swaddled because nothing on this earth is big enough to swaddle him. <laughs> it's also, it's monolith, so he probably just takes and throws it at somebody. He likes hitting people with random body parts. <laughs> he does. Um, Johnny? He's like, can I, hold, can I keep this giant hand to throw at somebody later? Uh, I'm imagining, Johnny, right now, um, that the genesis of what made the Todd father very f- obsessed with specific times um, in 1991, I imagine, the Todd father was watching the seminal classic Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And at that scene where Raphael is waiting for pizza and he says, pizza dude's got 30 seconds. The Todd father laughed so hard at uh, patience is divine, but never pay full price for late pizza. Just laughed his ass off so hard that it was like, I got to use exact times, guys. Pizza dude's got thirty seconds. Ha ha ha! Okay, how do you, you figure it that out? Because it's, <laughs> it's not a it's not a building; it's in the ground. <laughs> that's that's what I imagine, Johnny. Okay. Also, that's a leap. I mean, I mean, me. I I regularly say pizza dude's got thirty seconds, just apropos pizza of dudes. nothing. So. Yeah, I watched that movie a lot when I was a kid. Oh boy, it was so fucking good. Still it's a good so one. Good. I saw it in theaters. Uh, they showed it at the Logan, and I went and saw it. It was awesome. Nice. It's a good movie. Nice. The <laughs> other two are pretty goofy, but I made a funny. The first one. The second one's the the one I haven't seen as much. 
Secret of the Ooze. Secret of the Ooze, yeah. But I we taped, used to watch that a shitload. I taped Turtles in Time off of TV and watched the hell out of that. Oh, man, I loved it. Nice. Because <laughs> they're like, they said, they said naked sumo guys back to back to New York in their place. <laughs> Pretty funny. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. You dirty rat. You killed my brother. He shouldn't be saying that around Splinter. Yeah. Well, that's why that's why uh, April Anir then says, I bet I bet Splinter, Splinter loves that one. Oh, that's what she says. Okay. <laughs> and then they just stare Man, you at got her. This, you got this movie down pat. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, Jose Canseco Bat, please don't tell me you paid money for this. <laughs> okay. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Um, Monolith's trying to tell Al that they should leave. And Alice says, not without medieval spawn. And then while while they're sitting there talking, uh, medieval or monolith gets splashed with some of Omega's blood and it fries half of him. He gets the he gets two faced right here, Johnny. Yep. He Mono- gets two faced or or um, some versions of fan of the opera. I mean, real versions. He's born that way. Yeah. Are you gate? Are you gatekeeping? Are you gatekeeping? Uh Versions yeah. of Phantom of the yeah, Opera. Yeah, fucking now. 1950s Claude Rains where he gets doused with acid. Fuck that shit. No, I'm kidding. It's like half the story is he gets doused by something. It's like 50-50. Because that's because he was he was he was abandoned as a child because he was a he was malformed, which is why he's in the in the freak yeah, show I mean, that's to begin the true with. Idea, but there's about like in the movies and in some versions of the story. But half there's about it. It's like I don't know. It's probably less than half. But like thirty percent of the time, he's like scarred by acid. They just it got it got added into the one of the versions did that and just kind of got added into the lore a little bit. Yeah. Well. But not whatever. as good as him just being born that way is the yeah. correct way. The way the Lady, Lady Gaga was. <laughs> you beat me to it, Johnny. Um, On the right track, baby. He was born that way. Uh. So so monolith is monolith is down. Um. He's Aaron Eckharted down there. Um, and he's down. He's crispied. And then Al has a Al has a grand idea. He's like, we gotta stop that. We gotta stop that blood. I need to stop his bleeding, or we'll never get out of here. Al's Al's potty mouth is just continues to go strong. Johnny, look, look he's at that. stressed out, man. He's stressed yeah. out. Grab his chains and fucking bring him down. What, Al? Come on, come on. Fucking we hold you do to it. A- we can hold you to a higher standard than that. And uh, medieval, medieval grabs the chain, much like uh, I guess this this is technically they're now the chain gang because they both pulled the chain. They both pulled the chain. Maybe this is where they got the chain gang from. Maybe. Um, that's so weird that it says that on the website. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking weird. Um, and then Al's Al's just like running running around with the he picks up the one of the the pods that was on his hand um and somehow and capture pods yeah somehow like turns it into a weapon um it seems so he basically like merges the necroplasm with this energy thing to like explode it out and like kind of you know so then why didn't he yeah, do why that not? in the first place cuz he just figured it out he didn't know making it up on the fly it seems yeah. It, he's just he's doing it fucking live, David. I mean, so Omega Spawn obviously knows about necroplasm. So why would he put some? Why would he try to keep captive a, a necroplasmic covered or based being 
in something that can very easily be merged with necroplasm. <laughs> Omega's Omega's a bad bad guy. He's more of a John. big picture guy, David. <laughs> he doesn't think about the minutia. He's a he's 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 like a James Bond villain where he just he just wants to prove that he's right. <laughs> exactly. I mean, he has a, he lives on a crazy island. That's kind of James Bond villain ass. He sure does. He did he did monologue, so that's also pretty James Bondy. So yeah, Al uses it to cauterize the wound, so that way he stops bleeding all over the place and burning his boys up. The question, Johnny, how do they stop an unstoppable force? He he will not relent, mm. Johnny. This Omega Spawn. Some more some more saber rattling. Uh, Omega's like, ha ha, you can't kill me. And triggers a trap, which is like this big vibrating like noise trap. Yeah. Then the the from from deep down in the pit that uh, Omega was trying to throw Spawn into last issue. The, the um, pit where Cog is. Yeah, the like the the sound the sound like sends something out of it. And Johnny, this is the first. This must be what the key issue is talking about. Um, because this is our. I do believe this is our first canonical spawn introduction of Hexus from Ferngun. No, look at that. That's totally that's it's not Hexus. That's Plague Spawn. That's totally that's totally how Hexus moved around the forest, though. Look at that goop. That's true, it's true. That's how he that's how he dripped into the the earth mover machines and took over them. No, it's plague it's spawn. Plague. Look at him, he's crawling out of that thing. He's so gooey and nasty and like fiery on the inside. And it says it looks human, but the only human the only human part it has in it is revenge. Which is an excellent idea. So I guess technically there's some humanity in it, but it's not the good part of humanity. I like that we end with a necroplasm meter that is... It's uh, obviously plague spawns because... Right, because it's red. Because it's red. It's great. Yep. 7691, pretty powerful. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad at all. My book is done, Johnny. Mine's not. Yours, uh, yours isn't. No, we got a spawning ground. Oh, do we now? What's we a, do. What's spawning and then their ground? It is uh, presenting the breakdown. So it's an interview with Brian Haberlin, who is the, uh, he's an artist, colorist, inker, editor, co-creator of Witchblade. Hello. Oh, hell, yeah. hell yeah. But it basically talks about, they're focusing on his coloring. Mm-hmm. And he talks about just different colors he's done. There's issue 77 cover where he did the coloring on. There's a 181 cover, uh, issue 50 interior. Just talks to him about the colors and how, talks a little bit about what makes a good colorist, how, you know, you want to really set a tone for a book by having a mother color for each scene. And I think um, J. David Ramos is really good with that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, the color itself will let you know it's a new scene and the emotions behind it. And I think that that's pretty cool to hear about. But he just talks about his philosophy of coloring nice. and um he says it's really nice to draw for greg and to color for todd and greg because the light sources are all there in the line art and it just makes it a little easier for you you gotta feed the mother color you know every other day if you're actively using it but if you're putting it into the fridge for storage you only need to feed it like once a month johnny you mother color <laughs> sounds like an excellent insult. excellent <laughs> you mother color yeah pretty cool um <laughs> If you have this issue, we're checking out. Just like kind of a little short interview. Nice. Into how the coloring goes. And that's cool that Brian Halberlin is so prolific as being a creator of Witchblade. 
artist, inker, colorist, editor. So excellent, nice. excellent. Yeah, it's 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 wonderful listening to people talk about the the aspects of the the work that they that you know you you just don't know you often you often don't think about it. There's so much work that goes into these comical books that it's just like you expect it to be there, but you don't know how much work goes into it. And it's fun to fun to learn those things. <laughs> Well, next up, we got King Spawn 24 from July 2023. Um, nice. So this is... I know King Spawn started in August, so I guess it's just off a little bit because this is two years... That means this is two years of King Spawn here, David. That's monumental. Nice. Well, no, if... if uh, two years... If King huh? Spawn started in August and this is July, that would make... That would be... That would be right right on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, right on. Yeah. Um, right on, Johnny. Because I remember it started in August. But yeah, 24, mo- 24 months, 24 issues of King Spawn. That means it's been like two years since I've been like a true Spawn fan. Yeah, so your Spawn, your, your Spawn, Spawn Verdiversary is uh, yeah. upon so us. Anyone that's listening that's been a longer fan, which is probably most people, uh, you can hate me now. <laughs> Be like, that guy's an imposter. Don't worry, my imposter syndrome's already working overtime. I was, I, was, I was about to say, you don't have to accuse me of that. I already do that like six times a day. <laughs> I already think I am, so ha. Ha. Or you already don't think you are, which is how it works, right? It's tricky. It's tricky. But yeah, King Spawn 24. So this is the end of the fourth arc of King Spawn. Mm hmm. Um, this kind of salmon twitch cyan kind of street level arc. I really like this arc. Yeah, it's a real good one. Uh, it was fun to kind of mix it up with all the cosmic stuff we've been doing in King Spawn. Sure. But I'm no getting ahead of myself because I'm getting past the cover and we're still at the cover, dude. Yeah, we are still at the cover. Speaking of street level, um, well, that's the B cover, but the A cover is one of these ones by. J.H. Williams III, mm-hmm. which have been awesome. They have um, been. They're the big connecting, makes like a big spawn, like, I don't know, kind of collage. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. Um, sure, those are the ones for July. Yeah. This one's this covers just like Spawn's face, like King Spawn looking Spawn, like just the corner of his face. Yeah, it's just a part like of the his, cape. His, uh, it's Meatball Head Spawn, and he's got his smoking eyes, and... Just the most rugged of teeth. <laughs> yes. And I believe this is the top right of the... Yeah, I do believe so. Together. And Johnny, gloriously free of spawn nose. No spawn nose, just you got nose holes. That's just, all you need. Just a hole, yeah. But the B cover, speaking of street level, why I said that... That the, the one B by... covers is awesome. By Tomaselli? Spawn with like... That is by... Yeah, Francisco Tomaselli. And it's Spawn on top of a car that Sam and Twitch are driving. <laughs> and he's holding like a giant gun and there's money flying. It's like they're in the middle of a chase of like a banker. Or or either that or uh, Gunslinger Spawn has just fought somebody in the in the the area <laughs> and is throwing his money around. I like that 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 Sam in this on this cover has 
a gun almost as big as Spawn's that he's just holding out the window. <laughs> yep. What does the license plate say? Brat Bazaar? Uh, it looks like B-R-A. I can't tell if that's a T or a 7 or an L or an I. And then it says 8ZK. So. Okay. Probably just something personal. Brabzik? 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 Behemoth. Behemoth. But yeah, pretty cool. It's got like a pink, orange, blue, like neon. Like it reminds me of like a GTA game. I don't know. Yeah, it's like Spawn GTA. Yeah, that would be so dope. Yeah, you'd just be Spawn in GTA. That'd be pretty sweet. Open Man. world Spawn game. I don't think I don't think your your little stars would ever go away. You'd always be at five stars. <laughs> we get to find Sam and Twitch and be like, get these guys off my back. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Uh, the second you step out in the daylight again, it goes back up, and they're like, "God damn it, Spawn!" <laughs> Spawn, you're supposed to lay low. It's like um, you already got us kicked off the force once. So both are pretty cool covers. I just liked the uh, thought that Sam and Twitch one was fun. Yeah, that's real fun. I like to see the boys working together. So then we got credits. David, you want to start these credits off since I read the last? Oh one? yeah, I'll, I'll do them. We got a so we got we got script plot by Mr. Sean Lewis. Uh, there he is. It's beautiful. With the additional script by the Todd father himself. Um, art by oh boy, it's our boy Javi Fernandez. Javi's it's, back after issue away. You can, oh man, it's really awesome. It's so good. Oh, it's so good. Uh, Ivan Nunez. His Yoko's terrifying. Yeah, it is. Jesus, it's like right on that first page too. It's hard to. She's like so scary, and like people are talking to her, and I'm like, how are you even talking to her? She's terrifying looking. Yeah. The his his uh like Yoko uh force ghosts are much more terrifying than yes previous two. Uh, Ivan Nunez doing the colors still beautiful colors, much more muted than uh they have been in the regular, regular main title, but yes, appropriately creepy. Uh, and World Design doing the lettering. Uh, we done covered the covers. Uh, the Todd Father being the creative director here. And then our boy Thomas Healy is the editor-in-chief. Very nice. Boom, boom, boom. Then we got ourselves here a... Uh, previously in King Spawn, Spawn and Sam have been surrounded by the forces of the Exodus Corp. Little does everyone know that reinforcements in the form of Terry and Twitch are about to kick down the door. Hell yeah. I like, I like Spawn and Sam. Terry and Twitch. <laughs> yeah, it works out together. Nice alliteration. T- Terry and Sam and Spawn and Twitch. Could you imagine? That sound is nice. If they had a if they had a spinoff instead of Sam and Twitch, it was Spawn and Twitch. <laughs> and then Sam just gets his own. <laughs> I think, oh. It's just it's Sam and Twitch and Spawn's Sam. I think the dynamic between Spawn and Twitch would be kind of icy because I don't think. Twitch would put up with much of Spawn's bullshit. Like he puts up with Sam's bullshit, but no, he wouldn't put up with Spawn's anger. I don't anger think. I don't think he would. To... <laughs> he... Yeah, I think he would not. The 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 dynamic between Sam and Spawn is is they're both fiery, and they. I think Twitch is Twitch is too smart to be paired with Spawn. Spawn would be pissed off. <laughs> he would be like, "You motherfucker, stop being so sneaky." Yeah. So I like uh like that in the in the issue itself it says recap. An Exodus Corp yeah. corp, corp warehouse near the Hudson River. 
So we're at the bottom of that. We're, we're, he came out of the base of that warehouse. Fight's yeah. about to go down. Tar's there. Yeah. Um, Daddy Marvel's there. Behemoth is there. Oh, it's a big showdown. Yoko's there with her force ghosts that she created from eating people's brains. Or I guess the... I like it says caught Sam Burt caught in the middle of some biblical scrum. <laughs> I like that it's a scrum. Oh boy, scrum. You remember scrum? Uh, no, I don't. I know the I know the word scrum. It's a fun thing. It's a also what a does rugby it mean? Thing. Um, it's just like a scuffle. Um, so in rugby, a scrum is where one person has the whatever the rugby ball is called, and the opposite team just like surrounds them and kind of moves them at their will. So it's just, it's just another word for a scuffle. There was a, so David, there was a gentleman in uh, college that was obsessed with scotch and rum mixed together. And he <laughs> called it scrum. And that he was sounds... really annoying about it and wanted everyone to drink it and thought it was like the best thing in the world. That sounds fucking disgusting. <laughs> it sounds awful. Scotch and rum. Mm, scrum, scrum, scrum. No, thank you. No, thank you. That sounds, if I might say Johnny... Even worse than cake and beer. It does sound worse than cake and beer. As Especially scotch. since cake and beer isn't quite as bad as as we thought it might be. It's not the ideal pairing. In fact, it's actually better to drink the beer and then wait until you're inebriated to eat the cake. That's that's the ideal pairing. Uh, oh, scrum, gross, disgusting. I am I am disgusted. I am going to throw up prematurely. Because that sounds so disgusting. Scrum. <laughs> um, we turn and, the page and we get one of those. What did Sean Lewis call it? A hobby, a hobby style splash page. Hobby style splash page. We got to turn the issue yeah. sideways. It's a. Uh, it's, it's just this fight being unleashed, basically. Spawn punching people. We got Behemoth throwing cyan. We got Tar just snarling we got sam shooting at yoko behemoth throwing people around it's madness it's madness and i like i do like how the uh the the narration like as it goes down the the pages like ends in the like one spot of the page that is just black like it's it's sucking us into the shadows so spawn has his his power spawn's power is that uh at its very height um, and that's exactly what Tar wanted, and she gives him the uh, the poison ivy kiss, and Spawn forgot his rubber lips at home, so um, whoop, she's she's sucking all that power out of him. Her uh, kiss of death, quote unquote. Yeah, so Tar just like it's just funny, like in the middle of battle, she just walks up and lays a smackaroo on him. Yeah, it seems it seems like it would be a very easy attack to defend against, but yet <laughs> hey, Tar's you know she's good looking. Yeah, but Spawn's Spawn's got eyes for Wanda. He's not. He's he's pissed that he's Wanda's a Spawn. He's he's pissed that Spawn that Wanda is dead right now. He's not gonna he's not gonna rest for some some hanky panky until after he is satisfied with uh, his investigations. Maybe he's gonna get Wanda off the brain. You know. Yeah. No, my, I imagine she like sneaks up behind him and just real quick like kisses him. Yeah, probably. That's because it looks like she's kind of like yanked him, yanked him back and around. So I do think she snuck up on him. Well, you can see in the in the previous page, she's like sneaking up behind him. Yeah, because his arm's sitting there. 
Yeah. And she kisses him. Dangle, dangle blind spots. Woo! Kiss, 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 kiss. They're, they're at a baseball game and Everyone they got the kiss your glasses game together. <laughs> yeah, I, I can imagine with the speed that that happened that they probably accidentally knocked their teeth together. And oh, is there anything more unpleasant than accidentally knocking Oof. your teeth together? God. Oh, that makes my teeth hurt just yeah, thinking about oh, it. Yeah, boy. so good. My mouth is going to be the same all day. <laughs> You're welcome, Jody. <laughs> Ow. Bumping teeth. Um, and then uh, Yoko comes out of the shadows. Uh, walks over to Cyan and has a, a nice little nice little moment with her remembering the terrible the terrible things they've endured together but but Yoko doesn't blame Cyan um, just it's like yeah we we had some shit and it fucking sucks yeah and Cyan Cyan avenged her like blowing people's heads off. Oh man! And then we leave. We leave this little touching moment. Uh, to Tar is done with done with Spawn and turns him over to um, Behemoth. Behemoth. <laughs> and oh man, uh, Behemoth is just throwing him around. Like he's smashing him into the ground. He's throwing him into the wall. And we got a nice little narration about how. You know, Spawn's Spawn's been fighting this war, and there's lots of factions and lots of enemies, and all of the enemies know about him, but very few know what his full capabilities are. So, yes, because they don't get to see how Spawn's very often. Yeah, because Spawn, much like Data, is uh, fully functional and programmed in multiple techniques. He knows kung fu, <laughs> and so Spawn shadow blasts himself away. To plan his assault, and then yep. we end, we go to to outside the warehouse where we got Terry and Twitch hanging around. <laughs> and they're just like shit. <laughs> um, oh man, they, talk about, in, they see like talk yeah, about they see madness. Fucking round eye of surprise on Terry there. Whew. Terry looks shake shook. Him, him shook the shookest. Um, and then they do a countdown, and then they enter guns blazing. Twitch text Harmerville. Shoots the light out. They're shooting at everybody, and that's yeah. that's cool that he shoots the light out to get Spawn in there. Yeah, who is? Oh, and uh, Yoko is just like screaming, screaming. Yeah, and so so Terry shoots the light out, and Spawn comes back in his his super full King King Spawn glory. There, look at him. Oh yeah, floating down. Exodus. How ironic a word you chose. <laughs> then we get a nice little Exodus, the second book of the Bible. The word means to depart. <laughs> the scholar, to scholars, it means the departure from the, of this world to another. <laughs> For Spawn, it's about to mean being extinguished from existence. <laughs> it's great. Sorry, oh, man. Exodus. But I take from this, I take from this that Sean Lewis is a big fucking nerd, and I am here for it. <laughs> Bible, definitely here. Bible for nerd. It. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. And then we get some, some crooms. Booms. Uh, Spawns just beating the shit out of Behemoth. Yeah, it's just like punching him right in his belly. Oh man. They'll, ne <laughs> They'll know it was never a contest. That the result was ever in doubt, Johnny. Spawn's always gonna win against Behemoth, is what he's saying. Um, 
He throws Behemoth right at Tar. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine? Like, that would be like getting hit by a bus. Oh, that would hurt. Oh, boy. And then, and then uh, Cyan's talking to Yoko. Uh, you can't stand by and watch this. He's trying to get her into and the Tar's action. Tar's like, I gotta kiss him again. I'm gonna get my lips on him again. She's like, a man. <laughs> 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 does uh does spawn then um try to exit the room to only to find that the the door opens onto absolutely nothing and he's 400 stories in the air it has to hold on yes exactly your just life. falls straight down <laughs> a man <laughs> yeah she's trying to kiss spawn again but then Yoko sends <laughs> Since, yeah, her, all the her, scary her, demon ghosts at her. Yeah, her little, the the brain goop ghosts right at Tar. Because Yoko's, Yoko's been clued back into her humanity again, seeing Cyan. And then Yoko's just like, hey, guess what, Spawn? We're fucking done. Another touching scene of uh, Twitch, Twitch helping Sam up. Sam, you okay? <laughs> I'll live. And then and Yoko uh, takes him over. Like, look, here's all the zealots, the Exodus Corp. We live stream with them. We're yeah. playing Skype. We're playing Xbox with them. Yeah. And then we got we got one dramatic. It's like the dramatic chipmunk, where Jericho is just standing there, and he goes don don don, and it looks right at yeah, the camera. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna stand in front of this camera till Spawn shows up, so I can turn around and talk to him. Um. <laughs> uh, so you know, uh. Jericho starts trying to basically be like, yeah, hey, guess, guess what? We still have the upper hand. Uh, humans fucking suck. And then I, I just love, just Behemoth comes by and just tackles him. <laughs> that's the, yeah. That's that's the end of it. It's just like, he's being there trying to be menacing and, you know, trying to make this sort of plot happen even longer or like to, to extend it in their favor. And Behemoth just, just, <laughs> just yoinks. Voink. <laughs> that was the thing I wanted to talk about before we started. It was just <laughs> yeah, I think that's hilarious. Just... It's supposed to be Behemoth, right? Yeah, that the, yeah, that is Behemoth. But it's just like he kills like the idea is that he like kills him and sends him to hell, and then he just like goes down and attacks Jericho. Yeah, yeah, it's great. That's pretty funny. But, uh... <laughs> so Spawn starts, you know, pointing the finger at Papa Marvel here. And uh, tells him to run. Uh, he basically does to Papa Maryville what he did to Tar Maryville at the very beginning of this, this sort of this arc where he's like, "Run, go talk to your, go talk to your superiors. Let them know." This goes way worse for him though than it did for uh, Tar. Because oh yeah, he gets decapitated. Yeah, he gets a uh, he gets a <laughs> his head just plaps back toward them. I like how it says, like, sadly, Spawn's group barely reacts because they've all grown to the police the atrocities of war. <laughs> I like Sam's Sam's just like, again? Ugh. It's, like, I it's need fun to... having the whole gang together here. It's nice like, to see everyone just, like, chilling. Yeah. Uh, someone's hiding out there. I know. He's another I've been hunting. And then we got a... Lights a, lights a match. Evening Simmons. A smoke is lit. Matches are on Nimmons. Are unneeded. Unnimmons? <laughs> Unnimmons? I just I said Simmons. I just switched together unneeded and Simmons. What the hell? <laughs> Unnimmons. Unnimmons. Um, and then we get, uh, you know, opening reading to uh, to close it. And it's uh, 
Spawn. It's obviously spawn. Brick shit clown house clown. There. Brick shit house clown with his S. Craig Zoller ponytail. Yeah, and uh, his fucking dramatic cigarette. Holy shit. He is like half covered in smoke. It's amazing. He says, say goodbye to your friends. So I'm going to need you and where we're going. They won't survive and we might not either. Yeah. This is like uh, if it's dark, we're wearing sunglasses and it's 200 miles to Chicago. Hit it. If the Lord of the Rings were rated R, this is how uh, uh, Aragorn would have been hanging out waiting for the hobbits. Yep. Although I guess he kind of did because he was he was smoking his pipe. He was in smoking. The... Yeah. 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 Lord of the Rings, metal as fuck. He was good. He was he was smoking that pipe weed, Johnny. Yeah, the long bottom leaf. Then we get ourselves a spawning grounds, and it's a fan art again, but it's the graffiti edition. Pretty cool. It's fucking great. It's fucking great. Got a lot of spawns, but you also got a clown and a gunslinger spawn graffiti, which is pretty cool. I like that. There's like a there's like a. Uh, a chibi spawn and then there's also like a like a the king king spawn style spawn where it's like his mask is basically just his decayed face only smoothed yes. out so it's got like his his bared nasty teeth and his nose hole mm-hmm. oh man it's good it's so good i would love to see some spawn graffiti in the wild i mean there's there's plenty of it around we we might we just might you just gotta, you just it's gotta just beat mine. the buff. That's the, that's the only thing. Beat the who? Beat the buff. Uh, that's that's what they call it when uh they paint over it with the. Oh, they buff it with out with the with the taupe paint. It's called buffing. Because it's because they used to they used to use a. New York had developed um a cleanser that removed paint very well, but it was like devastating to infrastructure and train cars so now they basically just paint over it okay yeah so if you're ever if you're ever driving driving through chicago and you see under the underpass a uh what looks like a freshly painted tan spot uh they just power washed and painted over some graffiti which sucks the more you know because i'd much rather see i'd much rather see what people are putting out there i want to know these names i know i wish i knew who they were so we could shout them out yeah uh well obviously there's load there, um load yeah, I think I've seen uh I think I've seen some loads on some train cars but never a spawn, um man I'm real bad at reading letters, was this T Rex, yeah T Rex yeah I'm yeah I'm real bad at it, that's okay it well, we'll we'll never know. The world may never know. The toy ad this this issue is for medieval spawn. Yeah, it's such a good toy. Such a good toy. That's King Spawn 24. Makes you want some more. Oh, man. Doesn't it, though? Doesn't it, though? Kind of sad if, like, if it is actually the last... I mean, we don't know for sure, but if it's the last Sean Lewis, that's a sad... Yeah. The end of an era. comes back. Because 25 was written by Todd Father, but yeah. we'll see. Yeah, we, we will see indeed. Time to throw my hat into the ring. Yeah, you should. You definitely should. We're gonna, you're gonna become best friends with Thomas Healy and get a, a writing gig out of this. And then you're gonna, then we're gonna, we're gonna cover the issues of Spawn that you wrote, and you're gonna be like, what the fuck was this bastard thinking when he? This is bullshit. (laughs) Bring back the Todd Father. (laughs) Speaking of speaking of bullshit, Johnny. Um, sometimes bullshit is what we rate things. Um, yeah. I think we got we got we got this is a review podcast, so we gotta 
we got to review, and uh, we got to rate these puppies. It's time to rate these puppies. So first up, we had Spawn 315. Mm-hmm. 315. Um, big, big fight with Omega. We got Spawns galore. We got the chain gang. Um, we got the chain gang, according to the Image website. We do. There is a chain featured, and there is a gang of people. So yeah, maybe, maybe it's right. Yeah. Um, gotta... But no, it's a big fight. We get the first big medieval action here. Yeah. Um, I really like this issue. We get that that plague spawn coming out of the pit. He fell in it. The, the pit. pit. We all from fell the pinnacle to the pit, pit. From the pit to the pit. What are you singing? Uh, the the mouse rat song, "The Pit" from Parks and Rec. Oh, okay. I don't know it. Oh well, it's uh, because <laughs> cause the series starts with Andy Dwyer falling in the pit, and then while he's recovering, he makes a song, writes a song called "The Pit" and how he fell into it, and then. <laughs> And then they just continue to play the song throughout the series. Well, I'm going to give 315. I'm going to give it four debris with spikes on it shot out by Omega. Because I thought that was hilarious. Not only does he have to shoot debris at them, but he makes spikes on the debris before he shoots it at them. Yeah. Yeah, it's real good. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna give it three and a half resigned medievals. <laughs> because <laughs> he's just oh he's just like he's just yes, he's just going with fate. it he's like oh uh there's no way out of this so i might as well just coast on through Hit the ground yeah so excellent excellent fun times um we get our first plague we get monolith and al and medieval all working together we get it's it's just a good time it's it's a real good issue. Key issue it's with first fun. appearance of Plague Spawn. I mean, you get four spawns for the price of one. What's not to love? Yeah. Well, five spawns if you include the spawn on the cover. That's right, because you got she spawn on the cover. That's five spawns, baby. Yeah. Count it. Well, wait, wait, maybe six, because there's Plague and Monolith and Medieval and Al and she spawned and Omega. That's six spawns for the price of one. Six right? spawns for the price of one. Yeah, it was a fun issue. It was just fun to have a big fight and decide to see where this goes. Uh, we spent we spent like um, issue we hate amount of time on this one, Johnny. Is is what we did. I don't know if you noticed, but so yeah, we we really enjoyed that one because it was fun. Like <laughs> I do like that the issues we we don't like are the ones we spend more time on. <laughs> Sometimes that happens. Yeah. Well, no, it's a good one. It's solid. It's solid. I love it. Um, that brings us to King Spawn 24 that we gotta rate, and, uh, oh boy, this is creepy and good, it's a good, it's a good battle, just a good, a good battle episode we got going on this time, Johnny. Um, there's some, some Yeah, nice... both, both, both issues were pretty battle heavy, yeah. um, just like big climaxes. Yeah, there's some, some... Actually, and they both were, this is the climax to Cult of Omega, and this is the climax to this arc, so they are both big climaxes. Yeah, there's some, some tender moments in here, and it's just, this is... Javi Fernandez's art's excellent. This is just, like, like, the reason we fucking come to King Spawn, I feel, it's just so good. 
And it's so yeah, and creepy. I like this one because a little more street level. You get some like team action in there with Terry and everybody. It was fun to see everyone. Yeah, I don't know. I got like a it brought like warm feelings to my heart at the end of the issue when everyone was like standing there together. It's like look, all of our friends. Yeah, it's like the whole team nice is back. Everyone. It's like uh, when you're reading an epic fantasy series and like the group is all at the group at the beginning of the story, but then then in the beginning of the second part of the first book they they break up into all different groups and then they don't right. all come back together again until like book eight. And then you're just like, hell yeah, hell yeah. That's, that's kind of what this felt like. Yeah, definitely. It's fun to have everyone back together. Good ending to the salmon Twitch kind of arc here. Excited yeah. to see where it goes with clown coming in. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. What so I'm going to give it for, I'm going to give it four. Jericho getting tackled by Behemoth. <laughs> That's yeah. That's, oh, Johnny! It happened. What? We gave it the same thing. I it happened. I have just had my first. I lost one of the staples on the center page. Yes. Like the center page. So so like the staple is still in the book, but the bottom the bottom staple ripped off of the the center page. Oh man. That's I think I think due to that I have to raise what my score was because I was gonna give it four, but this it's an automatic one, so we're at a five, Johnny. We're Whoa. at a five. Oh, when you man. rip that center page, you get an extra point, baby. Yeah, it's it's a requirement. It's definitely a requirement. Um and I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna piggyback kind of on yours. So you got tackled Jericho's. I'm going to give it five dramatic Jerichos just waiting for Spawn to show up and watch him on the screen. Because <laughs> how long was he standing there with his back to the camera? He probably had to have been like, God, just, they're fucking He's taking like, Hurry forever. Up, just, just beat Tar, them stop, already. <laughs> stop kissing him, Tar. I want to talk to Spawn. Stop kissing him. <laughs> like, 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 did he, did he ever once in a while? Like, does he have a, is there a camera on the other side? And he's just like looking at his phone and it's like, no fucking, no, come to no! Ah. <laughs> Hell yeah, those those puppies well, raided. That's the raid of those puppies. Yeah, we um, did. Each week, we always like to give a shout out to Wait. one of our Instagram... Instagram... Instagrams... Instagramlins. Instantly Gramlins. Instagram friends. And this week is no different. Yeah. So, uh... This week, this week, uh, we got a we got a friend over there on Instagram. Their name, uh, oh boy. Um, so uh, we're definitely gonna have to spell this one out. Uh, but they are at uh, Spawn Green Necro, and that is S P A W N G R E E N E R C zero. Um, and as the name suggests, they are uh, fucking obsessed with Spawn, Johnny. These these guys, this guy, Maurice, so much spawn stuff. Like it looks like he's got a violator tattoo. Uh he's got a whole bunch of spawn stuff. He also has a dog, so he's got a That's cool. Very good. It also looks like uh he is a knifeman. He's got a fixed blade um a fixed blade bench made there. Ooh, that's nice. He paid he paid the butterfly tax. He'll know what that means. So yeah, he's just, he's just got all sorts of all sorts of cool spawn shit. Spawn and dogs, yeah. Johnny. That's what this that's what this page is. 
Spawn and dogs. Hey, and that's what we're about. Spawn and dogs. Man. And food. Spawn dogs and food. What more do you need, I mean, Jimmy? I like all those things. It's so good. He's got, like, the most spawn Batman motorcycle. Apparently in the uh, Dark Knight Metal series, there's a bat cycle that is a motorcycle that is a bat skeleton. And that would fit right into oh, the Spawn's Oh, I see that. Universe. That's cool. That'd, be, that'd fit right well in Spawn's. See? Yeah, he's got a great account. Uh, just give him a follow. Yeah, super good. Super good. While you're there, make sure to give us a follow regarding Spawn Pod. We are posting for the episodes. We're posting videos. We're posting our pickups. Uh, just a lot of fun stuff going on over there. So come on over and check us out. Yeah, we we like to have fun. Uh, and so only come visit us if, if you like to have fun, which, you know, I sure hope you like to have fun because it would be real boring if you didn't. Uh, speaking of yes, it would. real boring if you didn't, this podcast would be real boring if Brian didn't do the music for us. And that's uh, so while you're on the Instagram checking out Spawn Green Necro and us, uh, check out check out Brian. Brian underscore Voyles underscore 27. Uh, I just did a, a deep dive into a lot of his his older posts too, like a like a creep. It's fucking great. Brian's a cool ass dude. Yep, it was great music. If it weren't for this podcast, I would have never been introduced to him. And now it's hard to imagine my life without being like, hey, I know that guy. That's some cool shit. <laughs> That's the power of the podcast, baby. Yeah. Bringing friends together or making friends. Hey, hey, Johnny. Johnny, do you want to maybe do Yo, this again next week? I would. Hell, hell yeah. Okay, so do you want to read the same books again or some different books? No, David. We do different, but different we, issues every episode. But we enjoyed these ones so much. Can't we just do them again? No, you got to keep moving forward like a shark. Like you said, you only read things once. No, that's Well, I mean, I don't read. I definitely have to read things more than once for this show. Because if we yes. were relying on when I bought, uh, like, when I read them on the day we bought them, boy. I would be like, wait, what happened? Wait, what the Who? fuck is this? Yeah. Wait, who's that? What's going on? <laughs> uh, but no, for next week, we're gonna we're gonna do two entries from Spawn's Universe, Johnny. Can you believe it? I can. Oh man, I can too. What do you uh, got for us, David? So we're gonna have for our classic issue, we're gonna be keeping up that that backlog of getting us to current day mainline spawn. And we're gonna have spawn three sixteen. So uh um, oh. For for Malbolgia so hated the world. Right. <laughs> that he gave they gave his hell powers to a human. And and the clown was pissed. Um And that is from the book of Spawn three sixteen. <laughs> Chapter three, verse sixteen. <laughs> oh wonderful. Um I should have put for Malbosia so loathed the world. That would have been better than hated the world. Boo, yes, David, you suck. Loved. Um, no, you're good. You you caught it. I I caught it. Well, I should have caught it. I should have done it in the first place, like a yeah. like a real professional would have. Um, and then our 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 new issue is going to be Gunslinger number twenty two, which uh, boy howdy, fucking <laughs> woo, we are in, we are in the middle of that. Uh, the I do believe kitchen sink fight. I do believe uh, referring to it as a family feud. Um would be yes. appropriate. Uh we're gonna we're gonna need to have Steve Harvey here making his wild facial expressions at us. Yeah, because we got Dakota, Taylor, Gunslinger, Clown, everyone going at each other. So Yeah. 
We got it's dinosaurs. So cool. We got minions. We got fucking who. And it's Everybody. not it's not done yet, Johnny. <laughs> it's still going. This is epic. It's the whole sink. This this is not the end of the fight. This is just the middle bit of the fight. <laughs> right. It's it keeps great. going. So yeah, so that for for next episode, we're going to read Spawn 316 and Gunslinger 22, and it's going to be a hell of a good time, Johnny. Sounds great to me. Sounds so good to me. Yeah, um until then, you know, don't forget to like us, subscribe to us, rate us, um review us. And also make sure to send us emails at regardingspawnpod at gmail.com. Absolutely. Each week I like to prompt a question. Um, and this week I would like to say, who is your favorite non-spawn spawn? Spawn on no spawn non spawn. So is it Jessica Priest? Uh, so, so so not Al Simmons. Not spawn. Al Simmons. So basically, is it because we had so many spawns in this issue, all doing stuff. We had play like we were talking about six spawns for the price of one. Yeah. Um. So I was wondering, which is your one? Is it G spawn? Is it Omega? Is it Monolith? Is it Plague? Which one do you like the best? Now, um, now, now Johnny, you say you say I, I get what you're saying. Non spawn is in the character of spawn, the the hero spawn, Al Simmons. Does Jim Downing as spawn? Is that somebody you can choose as well, or is that off the table too? Sure, yeah. Okay. Jim Downing's a non non Al Simmons spawn, so. Okay. But just that he he was yeah, just he was the spawn for a little bit. So okay, nice. You know, nice. I'll, I'll get back to you when I get to those issues and let you know what I think. <laughs> I'll allow it right now. Okay, from where awesome. I am at this moment. Just just so you know that uh, if you do respond to us saying that Jim Downing is your favorite spawn, you might get canceled by Johnny. Um, yeah, John, somehow. Johnny's opinion on that matter is canon. Well, David, is there anything else you want to say to the future generations? This is going to be the only surviving episode of media in the future, if we, as we've uh, decided. Anything you want to say to either the aliens or future post-apocalyptic people? Oh, man. Uh, Johnny, I think, I think literally the only thing that I can say, Spawn is good. Spawn is fun. Spawn is love. Hey, well said.